All right, it is Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021, Groundhog Day. What? Groundhog Day, and here's Rigo. Is it serious? It is for real, Puxatawney Phil, this P- morning. What did he see? See a shadow? He saw his damn shadow, Rigo. Six more weeks? Six more weeks of winter. <laughs> well, seems how we're in the middle of it. Speaking of winter... Kind of interesting. Where was this weather a month ago when Christmas was around? Right. It's never here when you want it. It's like Minnesota here all of a sudden, or maybe Point Barrow, Alaska, because I think this stuff started, what, on Saturday? It did. Well, it it did, but if you recall how cold and windy it was on Friday. Thursday, Friday was no bueno. Yeah, yeah, it was a little nippy, but, uh, well, for me, the snow is what, what counts, and uh, I've, it's odd that we're getting snow. I mean, when I came in here, I think it kind of lightened up. I think, in fact, I don't think the sun is necessarily going to be out when we leave here, but it's going to be closed because I think this weather pattern's finally moved through here. But it's unusual that, for me anyway, my thinking is that we've gotten, a, you know, snow basically for three days. That doesn't happen. You get a snow comes here. It's a weather system that, you know, comes through, dumps its snow, and keeps on moving. But maybe this is part of the nor'easter, because that's what happens. They well, it was the two different down. systems, one coming from Midwest and one coming up from the south. Now, your old stomping ground, Central Park, at almost 18 inches. Yeah, I saw that. And New York looked like blizzard conditions. Big, I saw time. a reporter standing out there in the street. I New guess York's he was out there. beautiful yet. with some of, that, some of that snow. Oh, it is. Well, actually, it's beautiful around here right now because the snow's, you know, it was a really wet snow. So it's hanging on trees. Not really good for, uh, I would guess, woody-type plants because all that snow sets on there. If we get a windstorm, there's going to be some serious broken branches around here, I would guess. Well, that's when the power lines start and all yes, that and all that crap exactly. that we Not looking don't forward to that. need. We don't need. So, uh, so Phil saw his shadow. Yeah. So it's the uh, 106th time in the 135-year tradition he's seen his shadow. And I got 106 honest, out of 135. Yeah, that's a hell of a winning record. Yeah, I gotta believe Still's that's gotta as go good on. as any other system out there with satellite. No one, everybody nah, else. No, 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 no. I can't go with you there. It's just pure superstition. <laughs> My daughter was asking me about this the other day, and she was like taking it serious. So what? And you know, asking me a million questions about you know Pakistan. I said it's just a groundhog, and you know, I didn't, I didn't have the whole history of it, but I knew it went back quite a ways. I said, this town in Pennsylvania. I guess it's what is it? Uh, it is uh, gobblers. 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 The old gobblers, let's see, Jefferson County, northeast of Pittsburgh. Okay. And uh, Gobblers Knob. Gobblers Knob? Gobblers Knob. That is where the Pucks County Phil hangs it. out? Well, anyway, she had, and I was going, I said, Coco, it's just a superstition. You know, they got something going here, and now all of a sudden they got a little attention. I think it probably started in the Farmer's Almanac. I yeah. mean, I have no idea, but that's yeah. probably they probably had a pretty good base there. Well, we know one thing. There is no snow down in Tampa Bay as of yet. And it's kind of, this is the strangest, I mean, the word sizzle comes to mind. And I should say the lack thereof. Right. Leading up into the, to the big game of the year, which I'm guessing, based on everything we've had, that it'll be the most watched TV show, what, for 2021? I mean, Absolutely. normally the Super Absolutely. Bowl is. And it's a worldwide event, but... There is, I, it's so it's. In other words, the silence is deafening, isn't it? There's it really nothing is. Nothing going on. This is bizarre. This is. Bizarre. I can't relate to it. I'm I'm scouring all the sports websites and the prep sites I'm used to going to, and there's nothing. There's nothing. They're doing the virtual Zoom press conferences. They started rolling out, and they're trying to get creative. I think they did one with Mahomes and Brady together, or whatever. But 
Yeah, this the, this is weird weird times. That by the way, Brady and Mahomes. That's the classic. That it's the classic setup for that movie you hear me talk about constantly. The Cincinnati Kid, obviously branded into my brain. Edward G. Robinson, Steve McQueen. The old gambler who'd been around forever, they get down into the showdown, and it's like, you're a good kid, but as long as I'm around. <laughs> and, you know, it's almost playing itself no out question. here. they got to play the game. they got to play the game. Maybe, I forget what the kid's name was in it. Well, Cincinnati Kid. But <laughs> I, and, and Yancey was the character that was played by Edward G. Robinson. Maybe the kid wins this one. I don't know. Uh, we'll get into that more on Friday. or on uh, Yeah, on Friday. Right. Um, anyway, I, there's a couple things that happened. One Today I read an article um, and it was about Frank Clark, the linebacker that came from uh, the Seahawks. He joined right. Kansas City a couple years ago, maybe, something like that. And, you know, really good good football player, second-round draft pick. Um, but really his production during the – I don't want to say it's pedestrian, but, you know, not necessarily, you know, Lawrence Taylor-type statistics right. and all that stuff. But he said something, Todd, that really struck home with me. And he said something about – the and and, this, and Tom Brady ends up in this whole circle uh, of of talk about how and I don't know why he would necessarily well you you kind of get to that point but he's talking about he if you look at what he's done during the playoffs it's kind of extraordinary compared to what he does during the regular season or it has been and he's kind of saying well and and this is the part that I could really relate to is that there's something about, for some people, not necessarily all people, some people can shrink, some people they step up. Uh, but when you get to that big moment, when you get into the playoffs, there's a whole nother feeling about it. And I, it's hard to explain uh, when it comes to, I guess, competition. And I don't know exactly what the motivation is. Why would somebody, why are some people- Could he be, be competent? Could it also be categorized as performance? Well, yeah. I mean, ultimately, but that's what yeah, makes I mean, a great actor, a great actor yeah. on the stage in front yeah. of a live crowd versus a, a player. I, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but there's something about, you know, I get and it's got to be a uh, what do you call it? It's, it's got to be something psychological, because, as I said, some people, they get all of a sudden all the attentions on them and they freeze. Right. You know, you've seen it. And, and yes. It happens all the time at lower levels where there was it used to be a baseball player. And I forget. You know, he played for, I think he was a first baseman for the Twins or somebody. And he kind of had that where I think moment from moment to moment, you'd get that in your head that you were in the major leagues and kind of like, what am I doing? In other words, where you sure. panic, you panic. Doubt. doubt. I've had the feeling. So I know yes. exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, when I used to play baseball, I used to be able to catch anything within a, you know, 400 yard radius of me, a fly ball when I played in the outfield. That when I finally got up to the up to the college level, it was like I didn't know how to catch a fly ball anymore. It's the damnedest thing because I I don't know what happened, but I, it was the pressure. I, I you know I just lost it. Not that, but I was scared of a fastball anyway. So it's like, who cares? I was like, well, would hey. you say that about? I, I mean, take a great surgeon. Take take a great anybody and yeah, well. stepping into a moment where you are called upon to perform at the highest levels. And not everybody passes the test. Right. Well, you bring up a great point there. You talk about somebody in a medic. Or, you know, what about the guys that do the defused bombs? You know, they're like, they, there's no. When they say take, they take away the net. They literally take away the net. There is one mistake. You well, that's what we love about sports that I think the average person has more relatability because he played he played peewee football, high school football, played softball, played baseball, played basketball. There's some, which is, I, I think, for a lot of people, that's enough that they feel 
oh my gosh, yeah, remember that time where I, I choked and there was one second left and all I had to do was make a free throw in my high school career and I could do it. But now here's a guy in front of the world. Right. On exactly. the biggest stage. Well, I had that happen to me in high school, my senior year in high school, and my, at the regional basketball tournament. You win this game, you go to the state. I forget how many free throws I missed. I was, you know, in other words, I was starting to like I forgot how to shoot a free throw. It's in your head, right? It was. I, I scored thirty-three points in the game and had twenty rebounds in the in Centre. The next day, Riggins lost the game. <laughs> and in a way, they were right. How many free throws did you miss? Do you remember? Well, I suppose I shot ten and probably hit three, something like that. I mean, it was, and it was at the end, you know, where if you add those up. But I was a notoriously bad free throw shooter to begin with. <laughs> so they were like, because, were they like, foul Riggins, foul Riggins. Must have been. Must have been. Well, don't let him shoot because he can't hit free throws. <laughs> Just go ahead and whack him. Let him go at the line. Right. And we'll get the ball. Shack, hack a Riggo. <laughs> me and Shaq, well, that was a pretty good one see who could shoot. Yeah, so anyway, I was like, but my, th my theory was, though, it was like, well, pfft, it's a free throw. You know what I'm saying? Free. There's no such thing as a free anything. You know, in other words, psychologically, I'm kind of wrapped in a weird sort of way in that, you know, that kind of stuff. But then again, you think about it. Well, that's where the money is made on the free throw line. That's what separates. Think of all the championships over the years when it comes down to it. It's some guy standing there and either making them or missing them, and that's the difference between winning and losing a game. Yeah, a little bit difference when you're you're shooting that free throw in the first quarter, and it's the fourth quarter. And that's and the whole point. And they're fouling that's you. It. They're fouling you because they want to see you wilt on the line. They want to see you sweat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the whole point of freezing the kicker, you know, there let you him go. think about it a little bit more. Okay. Which, that's another one. You know, Moe's, think of Moe's and all those kicks he had to make when, when it was, you know, when the game was on the I line. I mean, because truly... You are you can be a goat in the bad way, especially in a playoff run. If you yeah. if you got a hot kicker, like if you have a hot goaltender, but let's bring it full circle, Rigo, because correct me if I'm wrong, on your famous fourth and one run in that particular Super Bowl, though, you kinda were in a like a Zen moment, weren't you? I mean you well, were like yes and ready no. for it. It was just a normal play, you know. I'm just thinking of getting the first down and all of a sudden, you know, as I explained last week, Clint makes a great fake and uh well, uh, not Lyle Blackwood, but uh, uh, Don McNeil. Don McNeil, he slips and he can't get there and get enough big enough piece of him. He end up scoring a touchdown and changes your life. Isn't but, that weird? But, but you said you were ready for that game. You, oh it's yeah, not like it's but not I like was, there was nerves. No, it was just like I I don't know exactly how to describe it. It was just all nothing but fun, and you finally kind of get to a point where and you you got to be the kind that that kind of enjoys it that in my mind i'm thinking they all came to see me right well you're right <laughs> that's kind of an egotistical thing to say but it's like well let's not disappoint i don't know i it's don't just think like, mick jagger is sitting there going well they came to see ronnie woods <laughs> <laughs> you that's know true. ringo knew what it was right. about when he was back yeah, there hitting exactly. those drums exactly so this this goes to what my point is that and this is where tom brady comes in I find it. I would like to have some. I'd like to see Tom Brady's Rorschach test. There's, he's he's a he's an unusual man. Very, I find him very very unusual. Now maybe some people go, are you kidding? But when you have played at that level as he has, I don't know. I mean, I can understand the addiction of the playoffs for him, and sure. you know, getting to this point. But I cannot understand at all for a second how he can trudge through a regular season to get there. And I only had two, three years. 
We, you know, first Super Bowl 17, Super Bowl 18, then made the playoffs the next year, got you know bounced out by the Bears in the first round. But after the first Super Bowl, maybe, and for sure after the second Super Bowl, it was like the regular season. And that's kind of what Frank Clark was. He didn't say that, and you really can't say that. you know. But at the same time, it's like, how do you get... If those games become exhibition games. Yeah. You know, it, it, for, for me, he, for, for me. And for all that he accomplished, all that you had accomplished, I can imagine after you won the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, really, that's what I'm saying. To play in a regular season game after you've played in those kind of games, it's almost not fair. I, I, for me, it was almost, it was very, very hard for me to be able to latch on to the idea that this was really a serious, important game. I mean, in other words, you went out there, and I don't want to say you went through the motions, but it just wasn't the same. Well, in the, in the in the following year, leading up to the Oakland Super Bowl, I mean, you guys you had mean a, the L.A. Oh, true. Yeah, L.A. Raiders, not Oakland. Well, Raiders. they were Oakland, I and you think... were the Redskins. <laughs> so it wasn't okay. Washington Football Team. Very, oh, but we digress. <laughs> but you guys had a monster season, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And and you guys were feeling good and like was it and you feeling talked, too good? This is what's right, weird about right. That. And so you've seen now you've seen both sides of it when you, you guys, you know it, what happened in, in that was Tampa, right? Yeah, in that particular exactly, game. Exactly. So you were on both sides of it. You had the elation, and then you had it like, good God, how do we, look at how we screwed that up? Mm-hmm. Versus, and that's my last memory of, of playing in the Super Bowl, and it's the one that, that really is more embedded than the victory. That feels worse because you knew the the weirdest part. This is human nature. Maybe not for everybody. It was for me. But I think a lot of my teammates, I can't speak for them, but I, by going to the back to that second Super Bowl, back-to-back Super Bowls, our wheels were slowly coming off, though, for whatever reason, <clears throat> as it started into that game against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And, and part of it was the offense. The offense started, We, you know, you start out, and I think we went up like 14 to nothing, maybe 21 to nothing. I can't remember, 21 to 3. It was something pretty goofy, pretty good lead. Like, okay, we're just going to. And the week before, if you remember, the the, uh, the Rams had come to town Ooh. and buried them 50-something. Yeah, that, that to, was 51 to 7 or something. Yeah, and ridiculous. Eric Dickerson had like 15 carries for 14 yards. Yeah. Like, and he was running crazy on everybody else. Yes. Richie Pettibone completely took him out of the game. So now, once again, I mean, it's kind of weird where you go from from being focused and to, all, to almost thinking that you're entitled and, hey, just got to show up. And as I was saying, we, st- that we, started, we started to lose it a little bit. And part of it is we, we were scoring touchdowns and then we stopped and then Mose had come in and kick a field goal. Right. And we went and unfortunately, I think Mark missed four field goals in that game. Mm-hmm. He made the one finally at the end that counted. But every time that would happen... It would be they they stuffed the offense, that gave them confidence. Missed the field goal, no points on the board, more confidence. Do it again, back and forth, and all of a sudden, that game completely changed. If you recall, in Boy, the second half, yeah. and I mean, if that game would have lasted, if there'd been another ten minutes to play in that game, I don't think we would have won it. I think that the 49ers would have won that Lott game. Ronnie Lott said as much in the locker room. I will never forget his post game. <laughs> he was so mad. Well, the, the pass interference. Yes. Call. And Bill Walsh. I mean, that, that, that was I think it was with on Charlie Brown, maybe. Yeah. Or was it, 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 and I'll never said forget. There's no way you could catch that football. Right. And I'll never forget <laughs> it because, and you, you rarely see it this day, but Lott was just steaming, and he literally looked at. The reporter and he goes and if you think they're that good well they're not 
Well, now get back on the what? jet and get your butt west. Guess what? Yeah, the next two weeks would prove him to be basically correct because we got run out of Tampa by the uh, Los Angeles Raiders. But the whole thing there is that you you know you take that second year and like I said, after playing in that first Super Bowl and then that next season was because all of a sudden you were the golden child kind of, and then you get into that playoff run. And you lose the Super Bowl. I guess that's where you're supposed to double down. Me, I'm going. Yeah, I'm. I'm in. But do we really have to play these other 16 games to get back to where right. we were? It's like it was no fun. When I say no fun, I was like, this is work. It. You know, and I never realized that's what it was until you actually get there, and then you realize there are some guys, and there is one on Sunday that he doesn't know any other way. He doesn't know that there's such a thing as having losing seasons really i don't think he's ever been on a it's had stunning. a losing season it's stunning and to me like i say psychologically i am perplexed at how he can, can how he can will th- himself can I, can I introduce a theory to you sure. on this so with the enormous success the likes that we probably won't see again with him and belichick and he, we know he's always taken short money, relatively speaking. Yeah, I think so. In New England, he has never been like even in the top three or five paid. For him at this stage in his career to almost need an artificial boogeyman or whatever else to separate himself from Belichick, go to a franchise that was, you know, they had a lot of talent, but they had a lot of question marks too. And that for him to be motivated like that, because if you recall, their season had some ebb and flows. Yeah. And he and Arians, they didn't get along for a while. And Arians was kind of calling him out for everything that they accomplished. So that now he is getting all that adulation that he's accustomed to, needs, wants to be as good as he is. Well, the, the only thing I say, I think there's obviously truth in what you're saying. But I'm going back to when he's playing in New England. I mean, this is his, what, ninth or tenth Super Bowl? Tenth. So, so, okay, so he played nine in New England. I'm going nine. And, and, and when you look at it, like, like you said, I mean, it's extraordinary to get to that many games. But it's, it's, more, it's just as extraordinary to look at a lot of the wins. They are by the slimmest of margins where you really luck is such a huge part of everything that – when it's all said and done, I, I have to agree with Tony Dungy. If you were a defensive coordinator, you'd much rather prepare for Tom Brady than you would Steve Young or John Elway. I mean, I'm just looking at it from – I'm thinking as a player because they put more pressure on a defense than Tom Brady ever could because he just sits back and throws the ball. But it does it extremely well. You feel like, well, we know what we can do to kind of – but he's also had – and this is the other part. He's also had some great receivers. When I say great receivers, there's there, – for what they wanted to do all the time, they seemed to come up with guys that played big in spots they that, know never, their roles. That, that never really got the credit that they were due as well because there was a, a constantly changing, uh, what do you call it, stage. There yeah. were new people there all the time, but they were all very, very competent people. But it, to me, for him to have the motivation, that's what it is more than anything. After you've played at that level and, and, and played in that many Super I just can't understand for the life of me. This year I see it. He finally had to motivate himself. But there's also that – there's also there's something about – there's nothing. And I don't know. I'm wondering if you took a poll of sports stars, if you want to, or icons in the United States right now, active or maybe even inactive. Where does Tom Brady rank with them? How popular is he with the average fan? My guess is – not nearly, 
he's not as popular as he is successful. His popularity and his success, I don't think, are necessarily at the same level. I don't know. I'm just throwing That's it out interesting there. because I'm going to throw some names out at you. And they and he falls into that category and it goes from michael jordan right michael jordan had to have bad guys to motivate him he had to be pissed off tiger woods another one nobody ever thought he would come back and do what he did to win the masters at that age you're throwing lebron into that now at 35. so the older athletes that are in this rarefied air saying oh you don't think i can do that for michael jordan to actually go and play minor league baseball and hit 220 Having never played, having not played it since high school, was pretty remarkable. That is, I mean, no question. And you know it. I know you yeah. have a healthy respect for it. He, <laughs> he wasn't scared of a fastball, or was he? That's why he only had two like I mean, You swing the bat, eventually it's going to hit a I baseball. Think, I think yeah, I, I heard the same line from a coach that you heard. Mom, I'll be home early. They're starting to throw curveballs. <laughs> yeah. That's it. But, Curve, but, yeah, but that's right. I said I was scared of a fastball. That's true. He was also scared of a curveball. I don't think I saw any sliders. They weren't that good. Go I ahead. don't. I don't think Brady. Uh, to your point, is he may not be as beloved in pure football as he is as a personality and a celebrity, and and one of the most famous football players in the world. Well, he is. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's kind of it's kind of uncanny in a way. Joe Namath is still probably after all 50 years, is probably as famous a quarterback as there is in this country. Terry Bradshaw, obviously. Yes. But most people think of Terry Bradshaw as a, pre, Fox. as a pre-game, you know, <laughs> pre-game clown that gets everybody laughing before the game starts. Indeed. I mean, that's not like nobody has appreciation. And Joe Namath is selling your parents something that they need now. <laughs> I see that all the time. I keep and Joe's doing it. Joe Theismann is doing the same spot. Have you seen that? I keep looking at Joe and he uses his use of hands, and I keep thinking to myself, I'm going, now would I would I would, I, would those be the choices I would make? I'm not sure exactly because I'm waiting for the phone to ring because I want to do this. Uh, so yeah, so to me, I mean, Tom Brady is a phenomenon. There's just no question about it. And when you think about it. He's, this is the, the irony of all ironies. Most people would say he's the greatest quarterback to ever play. But the reality is, in, in other, in other circumstances, give, give an example. What would have happened to Tom Brady had he been, had, had he been drafted by the, the, the uh, Houston Texans uh, right out of No, no, right out of college when that was basically, instead of David Carr, Tom oh, Brady. Gotcha. Tom Brady gotcha. plays down. You know what I'm saying? Right. Probably never know who he you is. You never know. Well, I mean, my we'll, guess is. We've always talked about, I mean, think about the because great passers. he Because, well, I'm just saying, what I recall is David Carr was one of the most sacked people of all 50 sometimes in sex, 60 or 60. I mean, it was, he was breaking record after record. Might have been he didn't know what to do, but clearly the offensive line had some problems. <laughs> I mean, and Tom Brady isn't the guy that could get, Carr could run a little bit and he'd still get sacked. So my point is, it's all circumstances. And you look at, like I say, the victories in these Super Bowls, it may be more impressive the fact that he's played in, is going to be playing in his 10th Super Bowl. That is more impressive than the six wins because the, out of the six wins, they're all of them by the slimmest of margins. Which his performance in crunch time has contributed mightily to, to that success. Oh, that's, that's, and that goes back to what we were originally talking about. Yeah, I think if you, you, know, you want him to be the trigger guy when you got to take that shot from 500 yards to take out the big bad guy.
Yeah, it, it's like people always, you know, especially in these parts, what if Sonny Jurgensen had a defense? What if Sonny had, because, you know, they had an unbelievable passer, right? Dan Marino, same guy. What if? What mm, if? True. But the bottom line is you can't <laughs> Brady, Brady has done it, yep. and they built that system around him, protecting him at all costs, knowing that this guy's immobile, this is who he is, so we got to be all these different dimensions. Yeah, and you know what? And that, and once again, that's the infrastructure around you to a certain extent that he got it, and I don't think anybody's going to outwork Mr. Brady. I got nah. a feeling this guy, he is a student of the game, and it'll be curious to know what you know what he wants to do. I mean, let's just assume they win the Super Bowl on Sunday. Seriously, what's he do for an encore now, Todd? He going with your theory. Going, he said he's going to play past 45. But that's where I'm telling you. <laughs> he's got it bad, Rigo. He's, 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 uh, he's eat up by it like you like to say. Why doesn't he learn how to play a goddamn guitar <laughs> and, and, and go out with Mick listen, and go on listen. stage with Mick? He's got the perfect life you... with the supermodel wife, the beautiful family, money beyond their wildest dreams. Right. It just, I mean, it, it's Shangri-La. Well, I guess it is. Um, no, I think that Tom Brady, I think, is the fixer now. I mean, he's now, he's on the he's on the verge. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. Peyton Manning, I think, is the only quarterback that has been the quarterback on two championship, world championship teams, I think. We might have to look that up. We're going to look that up because I but, think there's a third. I know that Roger, uh, not Roger, but Craig Morton has played in two Super Bowls for two different teams. Yes. There's three or there may be a fourth one, too. And I'm trying to think who they have. Obviously, Peyton it, it's, Manning. It's, it's, man, I think you just nailed the three. Well, I know Craig Morton's one of them, but I, I think there's actually one more. But I might be, you know, like I said, I'm not 100% sure of that. But uh, what was I going to say? That Manning actually won two right. of them playing for different teams. I mean, he... Of course, with an unbelievable defense, I'm trying to think. Tampa Bay's defense that good? They're pretty good, right? That's pretty good defense. So guess what? And and real good. And Brady's not having the same problems Manning had at this point in his career. M M Manning's neck was bothering him, and he was basically he was he, he, he got benched he was during that not year, right? Good, yeah. He was not good. He was not the same guy. And came back off struggling. the bench to hand the ball off to get to get the victory. That Tampa defense is really good and they're getting a couple of guys back in the secondary healthy and you realize Kansas City's out without their starting left and right tackles in this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just saw that. So the stars the That's stars I mean think about this, John. I mean, we're just a couple of years away with Jameis Winston in Tampa and the mess right. that they were and and so again what how this organization has transformed itself with his arrival and to Bruce Arians' credit and their general manager, who has been the guy pulling the strings behind all this, to just see how fast it can be done and turned around. Well, and like you're saying, they got the defense, and now they got guys that can catch the football. They got, the, you know, Brown. They brought him in, which obviously familiar with Brady because he was in New England for, you know, right. a cup of coffee up there. So they probably got some kind of relationship. No question. So he's got, you know, the tight ends. I mean, good God. Gronk's not even the main tight end target now. No, and, you can, and I see why. Right. That, you know, they're that, that team is loaded. I mean, <clears throat> there's also, obviously Brady's a pretty cerebral guy. It wasn't where he did go to Houston. Uh, Houston would be the wrong. They got Deshaun Watson down there. But I'm trying to think of, well, he didn't come to Washington. To be, you know, my point being, no. 
this. That, that, yeah, he, he did. He, he, yeah, he's, he's not cerebral. going to. He's yeah, he's not going to a fixer upper. Yeah, exactly. not, this isn't a, this isn't a, a re rehab in a neighborhood. That's, just where that you're, he, be, you're betting on the come on the neighborhood in ten years. Yeah, exactly. He went to a place that all it needed basically was a coat of paint, and I right. think we're good to go. <laughs> uh, everything structurally, I like it. Get the, the, the roof, perfect. Oh, I like yeah, the I can. like the tile. I like the tile. I like everything here. <laughs> just like a little different coat of paint there, and That's I think right. we got it. That's right. See, I'm telling you, the guy's got it going on. And you know what? I, I, on the one hand, because of all the, uh, what do you want to call it, notoriety, obviously, that he's received over the years and when he was in New England. And like you said, he never, he always worked his contract. But when you think about it, and I'm trying to think, though, the only other quarterback during that time was Peyton Manning who got that kind of attention. Wouldn't you say? I mean, Marino played a little bit maybe at the well, tail end of his career. Well, no, he, he wouldn't even, have been. He'd have been gone. Even still within the context of quarterback pay, Right. Take a guy like a Matthew Stafford, a Matt Ryan, and some right. of the other guys are making more money than he was. So, you know, he it was give and, give and take on both parts. But, yeah, he makes so much money in endorsements, too, off the field. So, Well, then he married money. Yeah, we're not exactly. We're not feeling. His wife makes more money than he does. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's the rumor. <laughs> Actually, I, I'm kind Damn of. Damn you, Brady. I got news for you. My <laughs> wife makes more money than I do. It's a good gig if you can get it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a great gig. All right. Well, Rigo, the, uh, the, the, spread? the betting line is is staying steady at minus three minus and three. not uh, some. Nothing. I don't think it's going to move then unless there's no. some kind of big, new, big unless, news. Unless somebody um, tests positive for COVID, you always have that wild card. Kansas City had two players who got their hair cut from a barber earlier and the barber tested positive. So now they have tested negative. One's a uh, uh, backup wideout, and the other is their uh, backup center. Uh, but their offensive line is a little dinged up, so they got to keep an eye to see if these guys continue to test negative. Uh, so we're going to check back in on Friday to have the latest on yeah. what's going on in Tampa. Maybe we got to have some type of drama, something going on. It's a Super well, Bowl for Well, out between loud. now and then, we got to create some because I, right now, I you know, you. Kansas City just kind of go, you can't stop them, right? I mean, that's the kind of feeling you have. They've just got too much stuff going on. Um, you don't have that feeling. I, 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 well, I do, 100%. I do, but actually, Mr. Dexter Manley, Dexter, Dexter's into this gambling thing now, just a little bit to be dangerous. So no, he's not. He, he, he bet me 20 bucks. He did? He bet me 20 bucks. And he bucks. likes Tampa. And he likes Kansas City. Oh, he does. So I got, so I got Tampa. I just think... I think that Tampa Bay's defense isn't going to stop them. I do think they're going to slow them down a couple of times. I think it's going to be a shootout. But in, 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 I like Tampa. I don't think Kansas City's defense is good for it. Well, they look like they were good for it against the Buffalo Bills in they the did. championship game. They did. I mean, they look like I'm going, where did that come from? And that's a good yeah. point. But right now I'm thinking – the, but the, I the just wonder how much Josh Allen, how big a moment that was for Josh Allen, first time him being in that position – and that, you know, he was a rookie and well, not a rookie, but a young guy. A young well, quarterback. he couldn't find his guys because he was running a lot. I yeah. know that much. He, they, they put a big brush on yeah, him. Yeah, they did not. And I don't, expect, I don't expect them to be able to do that with, with Brady because he just gets rid of the ball too quick. That's the only fact. I mean, you got to figure. I don't know what Brady's done. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's in con, you know, contact with Bazilia Bub or whatever, you know, <laughs> the guy down below. Hey, and he's worked a deal out with him and sold it. The old damn Yankees, that old, you know, play up in New York, the old musical. I don't know because, you know, with him in the game, you kind of got, you know, if it comes down to a close game, 
it's like this is what somehow, some way, they'll they'll kick the ball out of bounds. He'll get the ball on a forty yard line. I mean, it just you can't make it up how we've seen they've it. squeaked it in. We've seen they've it. They squeaked it in. Now think about this, and we'll close out the show with this. We go. You're Patrick Mahomes. This is what you do. You got a $500 million contract. Half a billion. Like, why Half do a billion. I want to play regular season anymore? This I, just put me into the fight. He ain't been around the block <laughs> enough. No, you can't even compare him, Pat. Riggle out. <laughs>